What's up, y'all? Manny Carrera, your real estate resource, and this is episode number 16 of Whiskey Wednesday Podcast Sessions, where we sit with entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers over a glass of some fine whiskey. Today, my friends, we're going to be drinking the Yamasaki Single Malt Japanese Whiskey. We're going to kick it international today. This is a 12-year um, whiskey. It's actually pretty delicious. I'm going to be asking my guest what he thinks about this as well. And today, I'm going to be sitting with my special guest. Now, this guy is a social media digital marketing guru. He's a mastermind, and he's an, also an entrepreneur. He runs a lot of very popular social media pages here in El Paso. Give it up for my special guest, Alex Lavish Rivas. How are you, brother? Hey, how are you, man? Cool. So- Avivas, how are you, brother? Cheers. Welcome to the show. How do you feel? Pretty good. Pretty yeah? Good you excited? Are you? Cool, man. So we're sipping on some new stuff. Um, I've never actually tried a Japanese whiskey. What do you think about this, uh, the Yamasaki? It's actually pretty good. It's pretty smooth. Yeah. Are you a whiskey yeah. drinker? Uh, occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah, this is actually like really good. Also. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah. is actually recommended by one of the... Um, the employees here at Vitolas, and it's actually pretty good. It's kind of a mix between, I would say, smooth, fiery, yeah, sweet, uh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good. So, cool, man. Welcome to the show. Really excited to have you on. You're probably, I think, for sure, our youngest guest. Oh, really? Uh, you're 21 years old, 21, right? Yeah. Awesome, bro. So, before we get into it, um, I'd like to just pass it over to you. Just introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll go ahead and dive in. Yeah, for sure. So my name is Alex, and you know I'm 21. I've been I was born and raised here in El Paso all my life. Nice. And pretty much, uh, you know, I started my whole entrepreneurship journey like I guess high school when I was like around 17, 18. And yeah, right now you know I run a digital marketing company called El Paso Best here, here locally. So that's cool, and that's actually the the, the page, right? That's yeah. The ID page. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, you're, you're 21, you're still young. It seems like probably high school was what, like two years, three years ago? Yeah, about yeah, three years ago. More yeah, three years ago. Three so years, your entrepreneurial background or interest started back in high school, you said, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, what kind of got you into that direction? Yeah, so pretty much like my story, like from uh, when I was in high school, I would apply like to a bunch of scholarships and, and uh, you know, I would just like go all out because, you know, my mom's a teacher, so... You know, I kind of, <laughs> college was always, like, really enforced, and, um, you know, so... Very traditional. Yeah, exactly. Like, traditional. You gotta go to school, get good grades, exactly. go to college. So, you know, like, it was, like, no option, you know, like, to not go. So, yeah, I mean, I was, like, I'm the type of guy that's, like, always, like, you know, has to go all out. So, right. I remember I was still, like, till, like, four in the morning, like, just, like, filling up, like, scholarship applications and just, like, you know, a bunch, like, national applications and I actually got like a good amount of uh, scholarships and um, and yeah I mean like oh like I pretty much that school paid for and so I think it was senior year I went and I mean I like I already had school paid for but I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do you know like right. okay, like I'm gonna go to school it's paid you're just for. doing it because of the pressure yeah, yeah, right? yeah it's like, like, like I just got out of high school yeah so okay I'm gonna start you know I'm gonna start going to school what am I gonna do I remember going to the library at um, Austin High School, which was where I went to high school. Shout out Austin. Yeah, oh yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I went into uh, the library and I searched like, okay, what's the highest paying job here, like in the U.S. And um, you know, because in my mindset, I was like, okay, you like, you know, this sounds cliche, but you only live once, so might as well be at the top, you know? Right, right. And I could do it. Like, who's yeah, the one percent? Yeah, exactly. Like, so I searched like, okay, what's the top career? I remember uh, seeing that it was like anesthesiologist, and you know they get paid like 200, 300 grand a year. So I was like, okay, so that's the highest paying. I'm gonna be that. And you know, at that time, I just wanted to be it because you know what's at the top. So I remember that. Um, you were 18. Yeah, I was about yeah 18. Uh, yeah, about to go to high school. I mean, into college. College. Right? And um, and yeah, I remember that summer I went to a camp here at Texas Tech for uh, medical school. And, you know, I, I went and I was, you know, trying to take it serious and everything. But during that time, I was also, like, doing research online. And, and you know, instead of, you know, instead of, like, uh, just watching videos or being on Netflix, I would, like, actually, like, see, like, okay, how can I make money online? Or how right. can I do this? So that was kind of, like, the turning point for me because that's where I started, like, actually, like, um, finding out about, like, people, like, our age, even younger, like, 16-year-olds making like a crazy amount of money online. You know? Okay, insane, right? Yeah, it's like, like, it's a whole new world that we're living in. Exactly. Right now, you know? Yeah. You know, like a 16 year old making the same as a doctor, you know? And off of their YouTube channel. Off their YouTube channel okay. or, their, <laughs> or their Shopify store or whatever it right. is. And you know, like making a quarter million dollars and, and probably doing like a tenth of the work as a, of a doctor, you know? Um, and don't get me wrong, like to be at that level, it's still a lot of work. It's still a lot of like dedication, but you know, it's just, um, it's all about like I guess like finding smart ways to do it, you know. Right. And definitely using your time a lot smarter than, than exactly. working so much, you know. Yeah. Which is which is very traditional. I mean, my dad too. I mean, my dad worked hard though. Like my yeah, dad yeah. fucking works hard, and that's what he really instilled in me growing up. Is you have to work hard. You know, it doesn't matter if you're working at a gas station, or whatever you're doing, you have to show up to work. You can't complain. Exactly. You can't, you know, and. And that hard work was always instilled in me, but growing up and seeing how the world has changed, I realized too, like, there's a lot smarter ways of doing things with a lot less effort, you know? So, yeah, yeah. so, so you started applying in high school, you went to Texas Tech to do like a camp and, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was like, you know, it was like, kind of like not what I love, you know? Right. So even when I was little, like, I remember I always used to be amazed by just how like we could connect with the whole world just like off like a little phone, you know, like, yeah. like, oh, it's like so small, but you could connect with the whole world, you know? Yeah, you could so, talk to, you could talk so to somebody in freaking Africa if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, when I was young and, like, the whole, like, internet and, like, the whole, like, cell phone concept was really coming out, like, it was just, like, pretty amazing to me. So that's kind of what I liked. Then, uh, yeah, I started following these, uh, you know, like, like, noticing these guys on YouTube, on, um, you know, like, Facebook, uh, you know, making so much money, and I was like, wow, like, there's a lot of opportunity out there. So, you know, like, I started doing more research. And one day I came across this guy, he's pretty much a millionaire, and uh, all he does is post on Instagram. Who, who is this guy? Uh, this, this guy, his name is Anthony uh, Carboni, and he's uh, he goes by Wolf Millionaire, and he has a bunch of car pages on Instagram. Okay. And, um, and yeah, I mean, he does really well. And um, I actually, back in the day, I actually like, got, bought his uh, course, and, um, and you know, I went through it. And because if you think about it, like back in the day, I mean, still now, like a lot of people just do Instagram. I was like, okay, it's a social media. I'm gonna post my outfit, right? And, uh, you know, what I'm eating, yeah, and exactly, and shit. exactly. So I mean, and that's fine, but like Instagram, especially right now, is like a huge like power house, you know, um, just because it's like, you know, I've actually tested, um, you know, Facebook, 
tested Twitter, uh, tested like um, Snapchat, and I found out, you know, just sticking with Instagram is. I feel me personally too. Yeah. Like I've said this on a past podcast that I feel Instagram is really leading it right now with social media, just because they've incorporated everything that Snapchat has, everything that Twitter has, everything that. Um, you know, Facebook has. Now they're even doing what YouTube has with IGTV. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's insane. You know, they're they're creating their own brand, their own Google. Yeah, honestly, and yeah, it's just exploding. You know, just right. the most like uh, you know like has the most active users right now. And uh, I mean, Facebook as well. But you know, it's just really you know growing really fast. And uh, so yeah, I found out that that was you know like that's like instead of kind of being a jack of all trades, I was going to be a master of one. So. Right. I uh, I actually like focus on Instagram and just kind of uh, you know took that guy's training uh, that guy's course and just kind of went through it and I implemented my own like actual like uh, uh, my own strategies and things You're like that. So yeah, so when I started off, I actually had this uh, I had these two fashion pages. I had a women's fashion page and I had a men's fashion page, and I was gonna concentrate on both and start expanding them, but uh, I decided to concentrate more on the men's fashion page. And um, you know, was, I, was your demographic more men than the female? Yeah, and I guess it was just kind of my interest to obviously, like you know, like you, yeah, like uh, you know, uh, you know, like men's fashion things like that, mm-hmm. or just different, different uh, outfits. Right. Like, so, um, so I concentrated on that one, and you know, I grew it to I think it was right now it's about like four hundred k, and you know, I started getting like brand deals with like international like clothing companies, um, you know, just kind of shooting me like saying like hey I'll pay you this amount so you could post these amount of posts and it was kind of like a daily thing where I would just have like revenue coming in just leveraging that like page I created right and you know I could just be anywhere pretty much I would have just have to do a post and you know just get paid yeah so, so instead of you posting food you're just posting yeah, exactly a brand or somebody's clothing line and exactly and I actually like managed it where every single post that I would post was a paid post so I kind of curated the whole page into being kind of like a magazine style. Okay. And yeah, like I just grew my following and, and like every single post that I would post on the page was paid for. So by like some kind of a outside company, like clothing kind of company. Okay. So it was... So I feel like a lot of people don't really understand what it is you do um, or how that works. And before we dive into that, you know, going back to your story, talking about you going to school, you... You were doing that, that, uh, you know, that, uh, at Texas Tech, what was it? Yeah, it was like a camp, like a little summer camp. camp, yeah. And you realized that that's not what you love, so at what point did you leave school, or did you kind of ditch that and, and go all in yeah. into this social media thing? So, pretty much like two years into college, um, you know, like, like I said, I had everything pretty much paid for, like, with scholarships and, uh, grants that I got, um. And, uh, you know, I had everything paid for and I would even get a return, you know, like, uh, you know, a couple thousand dollars a semester return. So I would essentially get paid for going to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is always fun. Yeah. For those that get to take advantage of it. I always have to pay for school. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I would get paid to go to school and, you know, I had good grades and everything. But, you know, it was just, like, at that point, you know, when I was, like, already into college, I really wanted to be an entrepreneur just because of what I had discovered. So it was really what I wanted. I wanted to have my own business. So I actually went to school for like business management with a concentration in entrepreneurship. Okay. And and yeah, I mean I went and you know I you know I was already like because I took classes in uh, high school and so I was already kind of like a junior in college. So I just kind of needed like 
you know, like not that many credits to, uh, you know, graduate. graduate right. Yeah, but um, I just kind of found out like, okay, these guys are just kind of training me just to like, you know, get hired, like to be in the system, to find like, you know, internships, stuff like that. And I mean, that's okay for somebody that wants to do that, but you know, at that point, that's not what I wanted to do. Yeah, you wanted yeah. to have your own thing. Yeah, exactly, and I already had my own thing going on, so I was just like, you know, this is going good. Like, what do I need in order to scale it? And, you know, I thought about it. It's not really money that I need. It's not anything. It's time. So once, once like, I, you know, like, I kind of found that out, like, okay, it's time that I need. I'm going to school. And, see, I'm not really the type to, like, kind of half-ass stuff, you know, like. You got to go full Yeah, time. so, my, <laughs> like, I told my mom about the idea, like, hey, I'm going to drop out. Like, she's like, no, like, what are you doing? Like, don't drop out. Yeah. Um, you know, at least, like, go to school. Like, she saw that, like, I was doing good for myself and stuff like that. And so she was like, no, like, you know, you still got to, what, what if something happens, you still got to have, like, a degree. Yeah. So she was like, just go to school and, like, get... You think there was a lot of uncertainty on her end, whether this was going to work or not. Just because I, I think also, you know, the generational thing yeah. that, you know, those, those generations, like my parents, too, they're barely getting understanding social media. And I think it's very under... Rated, especially for even our generation. People in our generation really don't understand how powerful it is, like you said, you know, yeah. posting their outfit mm -hmm. when they could actually be making, you know, a, business making a business out of it. Exactly. So. so, yeah, I mean, like, she would, I guess, just, like, you know, like, continue to tell me, like, you know, like, um, and even to this day, she's like, yeah, you should probably, like, do it. But just in her mind, I guess, it's like that, like you said, uncertain. Like, she's yeah, not certain that, yeah. yeah. You know, she just wants the best, but, um, you know, me, see, like, my mindset is, like, I don't want to have something to, like, fall back on, like, like, oh, if I get a degree, like, I'm going to be, like, oh, I never know, like, I'm going to focus on my business, but then have that thing, like, oh, it's okay, but I don't make it because I have a degree or whatever. Yeah. So I have. You didn't want to have that yeah, plan exactly. B. My, my, plan A was, yeah. had to work, you know? My mindset is, like, okay, I'm going to make this work no matter what, you know, That's I have cool. nothing to fall back on. And I know I can make it work. Just and you're young, too. I mean, that that alone gives you so much opportunity, anybody opportunity, you know, just because you have time to really fuck up. Yeah. You do have time. I mean, but the good thing is that it seems like you've already kind of figured out what you love and and kind of went all in with it. At what point, going to school and then ended up, you know, having that conversation with your mom, where were you in your social media, digital marketing business? Where was that at that point for you to take that leap and go all in? So I was already like, you know, uh, you know, I was like, you mean like follower wise or like financially wise? Well, financially, one because I think if if you're if in your mindset you're making enough money for yeah. you to do the stuff that you want to do and pay your bills and stuff, yeah, yeah, then that's enough for you to take exactly. that. So where were you financially and where were you business wise? Like, how many accounts did you have? And where were you as far as followers? I had about like maybe eight accounts, and follower-wise, I was maybe like at across like you know half a million, no, probably more. I was like around six hundred thousand, more or less. And you know, like that's when I was kind of just like making like constant revenue off like every single day. Like you know, I would get paid like via PayPal uh, for some kind of promotion on one of my pages or something like that. So it was just like, you know, sometimes I would get like, you know, like, oh, let's do this package deal for, you know, a thousand dollars or something or so I just kind of saw the potential of it. And once I started seeing that, like, I was like, OK, like I could definitely like scale this up. Yeah. Um, you know, I just kind of need the time and just kind of focusing on, on this. And um, 
And then uh, that's kind of what I implemented like on a local scale. Because I used to just do like internationally. Now like I kind of, okay, now I kind of saw here El Paso, like I kind of saw like a gap in the market when it came to like Instagram, just overall like right. business. So I was like, wow, like there's a huge gap, you know, like it was like, you know, like a lot of people don't have that you know, exposure that they could be having if they kind of knew uh, the power behind it. Right. So, so what type what, what type of clients are you getting right now? You talked about international clients. Yeah. Now you, and now you kind of saw that yeah. that opportunity here locally. Yeah. So now I'm focusing kind of like on local clients, getting mostly like you know restaurants because you know I've kind of tested also different kinds of uh, um, different kinds of businesses on Instagram, and I mean I I I can help anybody any business out to like you know definitely increase like revenue through Instagram. Mm-hmm. But you know there's always those like better. Um, just kind of more like eye candy, like restaurants, right. or like, you know, like maybe even like events, salons, things like that, or, you know, even a gym, mm-hmm. kind of like does well on Instagram. Um, so it just kind of depends on what really, uh, what it is, but at the end of the day, I could like, like I said, I, I could really like try to come up with a marketing campaign for like, right. even if it's like a, you know, like a roofing company or a construction company, just kind of come up with a game plan that will work on Instagram. Because that's where all the traffic is right now. Right, right. So as far as marketing, th- these these marketing plans are directed specifically to the type of business that you're working with. Right? Yeah. What what I know you have an example or you have an actual yeah. marketing plan that you use, right? So kind of go go through us as far as how your marketing plan works, how your business works, and how it does help businesses. You know. Yes. So pretty much, uh, you know, uh, my company El Paso Best. You know, we have three accounts, El Paso Best, EOP Mag, and El Paso Official. And we do have like over 150,000 followers. And pretty much what we do is we go, you know, like I go to like, um, we do like nominations, like we do via like email list, um, via, you know, like people send us DMs all the time or via like also like our, my website. Mm-hmm. Um, people nominate like the best businesses, uh, things like that. And we actually like go up to the business and tell them like, hey, you got nominated uh, for you know like best pizza or whatever it is, and you know we feature them and you know we, we do provide like exclusivity as well, so where we don't uh, you know use competitors and things like that. So so yeah, and you know just kind of also put them we put them on the social media, but also our website kind of detail on how like why they're the best you know right. passive and um, you know just letting the people know like hey you know they're the best because. Of these reasons why and and yeah just pretty much gaining more exposure more business because um, there's some, like, some really good like this is out there in El Paso obviously right. now are these followers that you have on these pages are they local or what, yeah. who, what kind of followers do you so have these are page? you know these are local the other the other account uh, the other accounts that have like fashion board and things like that those are international but these have actually uh, target followed and like curated the pages to be in like local followers awesome. and uh, just like you know it's obviously like Whatever page it is, I try to get like a following around the niche. So it just depends what it is. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Now, as far as the marketing plan, obviously you have it structured um, directly for businesses. Um, as far as the clientele that you're getting, you're focusing more on a lot of local, mm-hmm. a, a lot of local clients, right? How do you or how do you help them get followers aside from just posting? Is there any any backhand work that you do, like yeah. as far as lead generation or uh, landing pages, things like that? Yeah, so actually, I actually provide a service as well. Other than you know, aside from a passive best, 
which is mostly like a marketing platform for them. I also provide like uh, Instagram growth management, which, uh, you know, like the client, they kind of focus on, on just like they can ju just be posting whatever they have to post, but I focus on getting their followers up and those followers are going to be like targeted um, local followers around their like niche, like from their competitors, things like that, uh, just to get them more, like I said, like more business and things like that. I also do that and I also do like consulting for Instagram, which is like kind of, a lot of people might have a lot of followers, but you know, their content's not the best. Right. Because Instagram's a whole thing, you know, you have to have good content and you have to have a good following. Because if you have like really good content, but you know, your followings uh, might not be the best, like you don't have that much exposure, um, you know, you're kind of missing out. And vice versa, if you're kind of, you know, maybe you somehow got a lot of uh, followers or something and, and your content is, you know, not the best, you're probably going to lose interest in your audience. Right. So it's kind of like a whole formula, and I do do, like, consulting as well, and also I uh, I do management for uh, specifically growth, targeted growth as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, how do you how do you kind of stay on top of Instagram? Because me, my marketing team, I know that we're always on Instagram. We're always trying to learn and be ahead of it, you know, because Instagram is always changing. There's always updates. There's always changes in their algorithms and, and how things work. So how do you stay on top of that um, and, and keep your business, you know, where yeah. it needs to be? So I think definitely, like, consistency is pretty much key, just, like, the way the algorithm works. Um, you know, being consistent, like, posting every day, uh, even, if, you know, like, stories and, like, you know, also going live is really good. Just kind of being, like, engaged with your whole, like, following. Mm -hmm. That way they, you know, they kind of gain interest in you and, and uh, you know, you can get, like, go the ghost followers, all that. So it's just kind of like a whole, like, being consistent and and I guess, like, also kind of keeping up with, you know, just doing research towards, like, how the algorithm is working or any other updates. Because sometimes Instagram does, like, pretty big updates that you might not be, like, familiarized with. So it's kind of like... Yeah. I know IGTV fucking shook the world. Yeah, yeah. It shook me. I woke up like it was Christmas. I was like, yeah. holy shit, Sosa's. Sosa's like, what the fuck are we going to do now? Like, you know? Yeah. It was exciting, bro. It was really yeah, it was. exciting. But just these innovations are, are just so crazy with social media, with the direction that it's been heading for the last eight years. You talked about seeing and growing up to the first cell phones and, and all that. And I actually remember in eighth grade, I, I got my first cell phone. I was like, the only kid in middle school with a fucking cell phone. Oh, yeah, like this is when cell phones like Brady had snake on it. Yeah. And I was like the only kid, you know, with with um, those Nokia's, the big bricks. It was actually a, <laughs> it was a Samsung. It was oh, like, it was a pretty cool little Samsung. Yeah. But um, I remember texting wasn't even cool <laughs> until I think summer of my eighth grade year. That's when everybody got into texting, and it was really like a hey or you yeah. know. But seeing the evolution, seeing how it's transformed, where do you see social media going in the next five to ten years? Yeah. So now that you mentioned that, like, a reason why I got into social media is because I do see, like, you know, it's a future, you know? Like, as our generation, we should be taking advantage of, like, you know, like we, like you said, like, you grew up with, you know, like, cell phones and everything, and you've right. been seeing processes. So you should take advantage of that, like, experience and kind of use it to, like, you know, to your advantage and, and be maybe helping other businesses out with that, things like that, because, you know, um, you know, a lot of business owners might not be, like, the most, like, tech-savvy or, or, or um, you know, just on social media in general. Right. So, you know, you could definitely use that to your advantage and, and kind of, like, like 
you know, help them out in that sense. And, and I think it's just going to, you know, just keep growing. Especially Instagram, I don't really see it, like, going down or somebody, another, like, social media taking it down very soon just because it's growing so fast. You know, there's, like you said, there's new updates added to it, like, every, every once in a while. So it's just, like, I really do see it growing a lot. And, and you know, like, if you, you get in it right now, you already have an edge over, like, other people that will get in it later. You know? Yeah, I 100% agree with yeah. that. I think, I think it, it, it actually excites me when, you know, my podcast interviewees, mm-hmm. not only are entrepreneurs and doing doing some big stuff, but socially they get it, you know, on social media. Yeah. Our next guest actually um, is a business owner for a woman's clothing store. Okay. And since she started, I've been following her on social media and she gets it. I mean, the stories... Mm-hmm consistency you know mm-hmm. a lot of good content always mixing it up and I think for businesses right now especially in this day and age it's important to really understand social media um, how does a page like yours an influencer page like yours because that's I guess the category that you can kind of put it in um, how does an influencer page like yours play a role in helping a business build their brand Aside from just getting the followers and yeah. stuff like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's pretty much just like, like kind of like you said, like you follow that girl, like you follow her through all her journey. So there's a lot of people out there that are following somebody in social media and maybe they might not message him or something, but they like look up to him like, oh wow, they're doing like, you know, they're doing good or oh wow, they're in shape. Oh wow, they're like, you know, they have a nice car or, or a nice house or they kind of look up to them. So, you know, slowly, slowly they're kind of, you know, just kind of like they're influencing people uh, you know like a lot of people are out there have like a large following and they're influencing a lot of people without even knowing it right so when somebody does like a brand deal with like one of those influencers you know it's not only they're not only like putting their content out there they're like influencing the people like you know like I'm, I'm at this stage in life or I'm like you know I'm kind of where you want to be uh, and I'm using this product so you know, maybe if you use this product, you know, like, you could also, like, get that advantage or, or get to where, where you want to be. If you kind of think about, like, like um, kind of like, you know, like, celebrities or rappers or anything, you know, they're wearing the, uh, you know, like, designer thing or, like, they're wearing Supreme, Gucci, all that. They're drinking Tapo Chico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <a> <laughs> um, you know, they're wearing all those designer brands and, yeah. and you know, people might people look at them in social media, they're like, wow, that's pretty cool. And, you know, they might not be them, like, they might want to be with, like them, but, you know, they're not, they're that's not why, at that level. They're not at that level yet, but then, like, you know, they buy that Supreme like stuff and just to kind of feel like them. Yeah. It's just kind of like, okay, like, you know, I'm, I'm as cool as they are. Like, they're yeah. wearing that too, you know? And that's, so kind of, that's just the world we live in, you know? It's influence the way it works. That's how commercials, I mean, I've been brainwashing people for the last 30 years, mm-hmm. you know? It's just like... It's true. I mean, you, yeah. you see the products, you see that this shit's going to make you look prettier if you wear this or you do this. And mm-hmm. and you're not the prettiest, but you're like, oh, I'm going to feel pretty if I buy that product. And exactly. it's the same thing, you know, with, with influencer marketing, I think. It's just insane. Where we're at, you know, it's, it's not so much on TV anymore. And you talked about it, too. You're 18 years old, and instead of watching Netflix and, mm-hmm. and things like that, you were out here Googling and researching how you can actually make money on social media, right? Yeah, yeah. What advice do you have for that entrepreneur that is, you know, doing something right now that they don't love, going through that kind of traditional routine that you went through, you know? I think it's crazy because you grew up 
with your mom being a teacher mm -hmm. and really enforcing the education system down yeah. the road, you know? Mm -hmm. A lot of people that have taken your path, having grown up with that, that influence, you know, the parents being teachers and really, really shoving it down their throat. Yeah. I'm sure there was a lot of pressure even for you as a student, just like, oh, my mom's a teacher, I can't fuck up, you know? Mm -hmm. So what advice do you have for somebody that is in that position right now that, you know, doesn't like to go to school or is doing something that they don't love, they're 18, they're 19, they're trying to figure it out, and they feel that pressure right now from their parents? What advice yeah. do you have for them? So pretty much, like, my advice would be kind of just kind of try to discover what you actually like love to do because a lot of people the thing with entrepreneurship is like you can kind of do whatever you want and if you want to you can make it work yeah. like if you're creative enough like let's say you really love to paint you know or you, you like art or you know you like to sing or whatever it is um if you follow through it you can kind of do whatever you want when you go through the traditional like system of going to school um, you know, a lot of times, even though it's something that you more or less want, you, you kind of have to go through that, you know, like listen to others and kind of have to go through that, like, um, you know, a whole process and just being told what to do. As an entrepreneur, you can kind of do whatever you want. However, it's up to you to make it work. Like, as human beings, we kind of, um, you know, we're, we're like lazy people and, and we just kind of, you know, like, if it's up to us, it's like, would you rather watch like day. yeah yeah exactly procrastinate like would yeah. you rather watch Netflix or do your homework you know it's like ah oh, like I'm gonna just watch Netflix yeah, yeah. but it's <laughs> so those, those people that are successful are the ones that kind of like like know that like okay like even though you know like we're programmed to be lazy like no I'm gonna you know get up and, and do do what it needs so to get done yeah. where there's a will there's a way exactly you know? so those people that are, like are willing to do that like push that forward like okay I'm gonna push my laziness aside or, or I'm going to get this work done. And it's just, just all about taking action. So, if, you know, if you, you're somewhere, um, you know, right now in college or something like that, and you really don't want to you have, you know, other goals or you have other ideas, I mean, kind of, I wouldn't say just toss everything right away, but kind of be working on it on the side. Like, put your, put your idea and take it into action, like, on the yeah. side. You know, like, when you get out of school, we'll work on your business. And little by little, you, like, start, like, you know, making it work and stuff like that. And, and you know, just balancing and once you get to like the level that you're like okay like like this is really working it's what i love like now you have to like you know like drop school like to kind of focus on what you love and make things work so that's kind of like the what i kind of suggest just kind of take action i've read like the you know books and, and i found like a lot of books from like you know like entrepreneurs millionaires and a lot of them say that it's like a two two-step formula to be successful Taking action and being persistent. Once you once you take action in, in something and you're persistent with it, you're bound to succeed. Because a lot of people they say, oh, I want to do this, this, but they never take action. Yeah. Or a lot of people, you know, they start, they fail, they're like, oh, forget about it. Like, yeah, it didn't work. It's tough. Yeah, it's it. tough. Or or you know, and it's those people that actually take action and, and you know get started grinding, and you know they, they're even though they fail so many times, they keep on going. They're, they're going to be bound to be successful no matter yeah. what. So just kind of, like, I guess my number one advice is just take action yeah. and, you know, like, don't quit. Just kind of, like, tweak it out, even though it's not working. Because, you know, like me, like, when I started, like, everything was not working perfectly, you know, you have to do some tweaks. I'm um, sure you went through a work. phase where you were just really testing. Yeah, testing yeah, more exactly. Than, more than seeing the wins, you were testing more than exactly. the other way. It's all about, yeah, like, you know, like, just taking action, testing, uh, you know, making it work and, and 
kind of putting your mindset like, okay, I want to make it work no matter what because this is what I would really love to do. And you know, you, you have that passion and you know, you have that persistence like you're going to make it work. It's just, like I said, just, you know, once you get out of school or once you get out of your work, like take action on whatever you want to do and, uh, you know, you're just bound to be successful like one yeah. day. That's, that's, that's huge, man. I think a lot has to do with patience, too, you know, just like you said, one day. Um, I think in anything that you go after and you really are passionate about, as long as you don't quit, there's no way for you to fail, you know? So going to what you said, I mean, that's just hitting the, the fucking nail on the head, you know? It, it really just comes down to if you want to do something in life, you just have to fucking do it. Stop Honestly. talking. Um, and there is a lot of people that, have a lot of great ideas and a lot of great desires and passions and they want to do so much but then they're fucking watching six hours of the office on Netflix. You, you know? know how many like think about this, like you know how many people came into like this life and you know they had like a billion dollar idea or they had like a you know maybe like a revolutionary idea but then they never took action so they died with the, the, the idea. They died with that idea. And, and what happened, somebody else made it happen. Yeah, know? exactly. Or, or like, I think I think ideas, I read somewhere that ideas are, are universal. Everybody has pretty much the same ideas, the same thoughts, the same problems. Oh, I wish there was a solution for this. Oh, I wish it would just, you know. Everybody goes through the same shit, but it's those people that actually take fucking take action yeah. and do execute, it, you know. Yeah. Execute. They're the ones that you see on Shark Tank. They're the ones that you see and read about on Forbes. They're the ones that are sitting here on, on uh, Whiskey Wednesday podcast sessions, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's cool because you are are young. I mean, I know I'm, I'm probably making you feel like a baby, but you're, you're just fucking young, bro. Like, 21 years old, my mentality wasn't even there, you know? At 21 years old, 22 years old, I was probably working at Verizon and Sosa, was barely getting getting me into like social uh, self development books, and that's when I started learning about entrepreneurship. You've already figured that out when you were eighteen, you know, or even before that. So, to grow up in the world that we're growing up in right now, I think there is so much opportunity. You do only have one life, and for the people that are watching or going through, you know, one of those situations, because I went through that too. Even though my parents weren't in the education system, they shoved. Oh, going yeah. to college down my throat. And I only went to college. I went to college for fucking three years. And I hated every fucking semester of it. You know, I went and I was fucking failing, dropping classes, because I was like, I don't want to be here. But I'm only coming because mom, yeah, <laughs> mom exactly. fucking is going to be super upset, you know? Right. And it wasn't until I hit that point where I don't have to be working for somebody or going to school or somebody... Or, or somebody telling me what to do in order for me to create the life that I want, you know, and that's, yeah. where, that's where you're kind of at, too, so props to you, man, cheers to you, I wish you a lot of success in your business, what, where do you, what is next for, for you, what is next for Lavish, what is next for Alex, um, in this business, you know? Yeah, right now, so, so pretty much, like, before, uh, anything, like, I was kind of trying to concentrate mostly, like, on my companies, like, you know, uh, you know, Fashion Born, uh, you know, El Paso Best, like, you know, all my companies, instead of kind of, like, focusing on, like, my personal brand, because I was like, nah, like, you know, I want to grow my companies first, and, you know, this, I don't really care, like, about, like, my personal brand, but now it's like, um, now, like, I see the power of personal brands, like, actually, like, growing a personal brand, and just kind of, like, being, like, a mentor to others, and helping others out, and things like that, so... Right now, I'm actually trying to grow my personal brand, and uh, I'm actually going to be releasing a course soon on like, Instagram as well. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's kind of like one of the main things that, uh, that I see. 
and uh, that I'm trying to do actually, and um, just kind of like grow, grow my personal brand, and you know, just kind of teach people what I did, and, and uh, just help people out, like my age, even younger, older, it doesn't matter, like yeah. whatever stage you're in life, like you know, there's al- there's always like you know something you can do to like make. There's always opportunity. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. I think that's really huge, especially in social media, using that presence. You're, you're following. You have a crazy amount of following. Um, where can people find you on social media, on Instagram? Yeah, so on Instagram, on, on my personal, it's uh, at LBVISH. Um, and, you know, you can also follow my business accounts, which is at opaso.best. And, yeah, a couple, a couple of how many How many followers you got right now on El Paso? Best. Uh, past the best. Well, we're we're shooting to get the hundred k probably like within this month. Yeah, hundred k. We get to ten k. <laughs> Let's get to ten k. I'm not looking at the socials right now. <laughs> that's insane, bro. That's that's fucking insane. And that's just one of your accounts, right? Yes. Which is your account that has the most followers right now? Uh, probably right now, fashion board. It's, it's around four hundred k. Um, yeah, 400k, but uh, you know, I want to grow it up to probably half a million. That's your international, yeah. So, that's one of the ones that I use like international. Um, you know, I have a couple other ones, but yeah, that's like kind of one of my main ones that I, you know, uh, you know, used to like grow and things like that. And uh, you know, I want to grow it, keep on growing and grow, just grow my other pages as yeah. well. Who's, who's been your biggest account or client so far? Maybe you don't have to mention their business name if you want to, yeah, as far as maybe. Monetary or what's the most you made per uh, per post? What's the most you made? Yeah, on a on a single post. On a single post. Just out of curiosity, I'm super curious. Yeah, I mean, usually I would do like on Fashion Born, like the most I've made is probably like like out of one post is I think it was five hundred, and it was it was a post in a story combo, and you know I I made that up one post then. Um, then one day I had like a like a two thousand dollar day just off like a few packages and you know I've had like I had good days and you know obviously with business I've had slower days good days. Yeah, yeah. It's just like any business. Yeah, pretty much. That's crazy. What what um what advice would you give yourself if you could go back five years? And going back five years for you, you're seventeen years old, yeah. sixteen years old. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was just it would just be kind of uh I guess sticking to one thing would be my my best advice because back back then I was kind of also trying to experiment with like okay I would be on Instagram then you know I also had like a Shopify store I would see people like I would since I would do a lot of research like every time I saw like a video of somebody doing it I would like replicate it into like a business so I had like maybe like five or six businesses running at once okay. uh, you know like Shopify store like an eBay dropshipping store uh, you know the the what were you selling on these stores? Uh, okay, so for Shopify, I used to sell like a, I used to drop ship like a certain like phone case, and um, it was like a special phone case, like it would stick to anywhere, and it had like little suction cups, like, and uh, I remember I did like a promotional video on it and, and everything, and it, it would do pretty well. Then uh, on eBay, like drop shipping, I would like literally like get other items from other stores, and I, I would just like place them, so I would never have to hold inventory, like. Doing order Amazon or, or, or you know, um, Walmart. Yeah. And boom, just, it, and it's like, it's cool because it's like automated in a sense and, and you don't have to, 
you don't have to hold inventory, you don't take losses because you pretty much, you know, put the items for sale, if they sell, then that's where you kind of like, you tell the supplier, okay, ship it to them. So they just ship it to them. Uh, yeah, it's just a it's the most insane fucking business model I've ever fucking, like yeah. all you need is a website. Yeah, you just need a website, website, then just kind of find like products that are selling, you just put them on your store, and people like go and they buy it, you just keep the profit and you just sell it, and you never keep inventory, so it's like, it's a, it's a really good business model. So how do you compare, how would you compare that to, you know, going, looking back 10 years ago when this didn't exist? Did it, did drop, fuck, I don't even know. Drop shipping? Um, like, is, this is new, right? Because um, it's, it's rather new. It's, it's not too new, but it's, I mean, it's rather new, you know, when, you know, Shopify, uh, you know, all the e-commerce, like, stores started coming out, like, um, I mean, I guess uh, somebody just came up with the idea it became a pretty big concept and a lot of people do it like worldwide. How big of an advantage do you feel people have right now even something like that, you know? Because I think one of the biggest issues for a lot of businesses is overhead. Mm-hmm. You know, having the retail, having the inventory, having having to have all that stuff on hand in order for you to ship. Yeah, that's another thing I was going to tell you. Like, a lot of people like, like they hear like, oh, like, st- like, if I tell them, like, oh, okay, you should start a business, they think, like, oh, I don't have money, or, oh, I don't have, you know, I don't know how to do it, or, or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, you know, a lot of these businesses, you don't even have to have a lot of money, you know, like, you can literally start with $100 or less and make a successful business. It's just, it's just, like, the way you set it up, you know, the grind and everything, you know? Exactly. With $100, you can set up a Shopify store or even an eBay store and just get products from another, you know, another uh, supplier, put them on your store, you know, uh, uh, on eBay, you don't have to run ads. You, you, you can run ads on uh, your Shopify store, but you know, I mean, it's still like very minimal to start off. And once you get start getting the profit, you just use it back to your store, back to your store for ads. And stuff. There's no excuse. There's really no excuse, honestly, because <laughs> I mean, you can start a store with like 50 bucks, honestly, and, and make it work for sure. Like I've done it before, like when I was starting like drop shipping. I remember uh, when I started with like, I think it's like 30 dollars for the Shopify. Uh, I run some ads. I got like you know a couple apps, whatever, and, and you know it was like under a hundred bucks easy, and you know I made it work. So, so it's just like actually like like I said, like it goes back to just taking action. Yeah, I think anybody in this day and age can be successful. There really isn't an excuse for you know the people that aren't living to their full potential. I think. Yeah, and that's what it, what it's really about. You know, for me, it's living to your full potential, not fucking wasting time and doing shit that doesn't matter because at the end of the day we're all going to die you know and what do you want to be remembered for do you want to be remembered for that that dude that just FaceTimed a lot or (laughs) the dude that took a lot of selfies or the person that loved Peter Piper people want to remember you know (laughs) yeah yeah and and that's what's scary I've talked about it on previous podcasts and maybe this will resonate with you a little bit because what it comes down to is you know when you die it really only takes two or three generations for you to become Forgotten, you know, unless you're Steve Jobs, unless you're you built a legacy like that. So knowing that it, it's just kind of fucking scary how fast you can be forgotten, you know. Honestly, yeah. um, so being said that, it's like you should take advantage. You really should take advantage of every fucking second. And nowadays, entrepreneurs or people that want to start their own business that have a full-time job don't understand that in order for you to start that side business or your own business. With your full-time job, it's not in the time of the nine to five. It's the fucking seven to two. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. it's those hours that you're bullshitting. 
where you should actually yeah. be reinvested into yourself. A lot of people, I mean, you know, I know a lot of people and a lot of people just get home and they're like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm tired, I don't have a long day. So I'm going to call it a day, watch some Netflix, uh, you know, yeah, drink a beer, just chill. But like I said, it's like those people that, you know, are grinding during those hours, the ones yeah. that, you know, like take action and just kind of be consistent with it, the ones that, are, like, are actually doing, you know, big things in life and, you know, escaping that nine to five. What do your what do your friends say about um, what you've done? Or have there been friends that you've actually had to drop off to on the way? Um, not really. I mean, I try to you know like well, a lot of my friends we, we actually kind of like collab into this uh, like nightlife. Uh, we're kind of like co-owners of like this like nightlife marketing company. So we, we go around bars and actually um, like promote for bars and things okay. like that. So I mean. You know, we kind of get paid for to go out and, and drink and stuff like that. So, I mean, but like my friends are like, um, you know, they did tell me like, oh, like, like, you know, props to what you're doing. Like a lot of them are still in school or, or, or you know, they're not in schools and things. So they do, they do see me doing something different. And, you know, they, they do like, uh, you know, they do, they do get like surprised like that. I'm like, uh, you know, props. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I mean. You know, I always try to help my friends out and, and kind of like influence them to like, uh, you know, do something that they love as well. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's good, bro. I mean, I wish me and my homies were doing this at 21, so <laughs> that's really cool. Um, I always like to end these kind of podcasts, you know, talking to you a little bit about El Paso. Um, obviously, I'm a real estate engineer. I love El Paso. There's so much growth that I've been seeing in the last couple of years, even. Um, you know, so what are your some of your favorite restaurants or places to hang out here in the city? Um, like uh, I would say I really like like I guess like Asian dishes, like you know, like um, like noodles, like ramen. I like I love noodles too. Yeah, you like, like no? Okay, yeah. yeah. So um, I like kardamu. Um, pokey, pokey yeah, bomb. Pokey, yeah. So we're like, probably gonna do some. Uber eats pokey right now. Uh, yeah, that's really good. So I like all those new spots that I've been up. And, yeah. What about so, nightlife? Nightlife. I mean, I just turned twenty-one. Um, going wild right now. I mean, I, I try to keep it like mostly when I go out is like to do like business. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, that's good, bro. Yeah. So like, I don't, I, I don't get like too crazy or anything like that. I just try to keep it like you know professional. But I mean, I do like to have a good time as well. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. You know, we're at a couple, like, uh, we've been at a couple, like, downtown, like, here, close by, uh, spots, you know, we've been, like, on the east side, like, different bars and stuff like that we help promote. So, yeah, I mean, it's cool. El Paso has, like, a really uh, good nightlife. That we do. Yeah, we, for sure. <laughs> we for sure do. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool, man. I uh, really enjoyed having you on the show. I think you, you really bring a lot of value, especially what you're doing. You know, a lot of people don't get it yet. But I think you're definitely ahead of the curve as far as your thinking too, you know, and that the the way you've really grown these these pages into what they are and the followers that you've gotten, and to create that business model that you've created is, is really different. It's very outside the box, um, and I know a lot of you know big influencers, a lot of big influencers are now selling stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. you're 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 using different topics, different categories to really yeah. make a big impact on on. on I think that's one of the main things like that I see with a lot of businesses like like somebody tries to start a business and they just go like oh this business isn't gonna work just because it's a business like I always 
like what I think like for business to succeed is like obviously like, proper marketing, proper product, but also try to do like something a bit different, mm-hmm. like something that nobody else is doing because people are gonna be like, I want to go there because of that. You yeah. can't find that anywhere else. Definitely. If you think about like, I mean, just like a lot of concepts, like if you think about like even artists, things like that, the people that are doing something different on social media, like you know, I can name like you know, Lil Tay, Takashi, uh, yeah. you know, Bad Baby, all those like. Like, they did something different, you know, like, they might not be the most talented people out there, but they're doing something different, so they, they stand out. Yeah. yeah, it's entertaining and it's different. So people really like, like, something that's different, you know, like, in, obviously, like, in a good, entertaining way. If you could accomplish that, putting, like, a different twist into whatever business you're in, and you have, like, a proper product and proper marketing, you're about to be successful. Yeah. Because I, I see a lot of entrepreneurs and people that I even know, like, just opening businesses and just, like... Oh, it's gonna be successful just because it's a business and just because you know like people are just gonna come you know so i think it's like kind of like a whole formula to like make a business successful yeah definitely For sure. and going back to what you said i mean the, the two the two rules in order to become successful persistence and so, what was that other one uh taking action and be taking action and yeah. Persistence, yeah. that's really what it comes down to and that's really what you've done man so props to you bro i'm really excited to see where your business goes and and I've heard a lot about these pages. I've actually been following some of these pages without even knowing oh, really? who's behind the yeah. scenes, you know? So that's really cool. Um, really excited for the full episode to be coming out. Um, sure. Episode number 16. So your story will be heard on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and all that good stuff. So, Thank you so much really for excited me. for having you, man. And, um, you know, good luck to you guys. Hopefully, Appreciate we'll be doing a follow-up episode. Yeah, for sure. Probably in a year, see yeah, where you guys are at. See where social media is at, too. Yeah, this yeah. fucking thing's a living, breathing awesome. monster. Yeah, man, but cheers to you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you.